the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Hour number two underway now, eight minutes past 10 o'clock on AM 1420. The answer. So, uh, we, and it's, uh, Thursday morning. I should always remind you, 13th morning of the month of September, year of our Lord. 2018. Uh, a lot of national politics last half hour. I want to get into some local politics now in this hour. We have told you for a while now about um, this very, very disturbing movement by the Cuyahoga, Cuyahoga County Council to essentially enact a, an anti-business, uh, very negatively impacting uh, on the local economy uh, ordinance. Uh, ordinance number 2018-0009. It's a creation of a, uh, a commission on human rights, a county commission on human rights. Uh, the purpose of the commission, according to those who have uh, sponsored this, and that would be County Executive Armin Budish, or Budish, uh, and council members, members Brady, Miller, Hauser, and Simon. The purpose of this, as they state, is to promote principles of diversity, inclusion, and harmony through education, community events, uh, uh, the provision of advice to the Cuyahoga County Council and Cuyahoga County Executive, and through receiving and resolving complaints filed under this title. If you just listen to the first part of that, promoting diversity and inclusion, all right, fine, I guess. But it's not about promotion. It is about punishment. It is about punitive measures being taken against people who are not, quote-unquote, promoting it to the satisfaction of everyone. Before I bring on my guests, I'm going to give you a little bit of background on this from News Channel 5 from just about a couple of weeks ago explaining the opposition to this uh, uh, very, very dangerous, in my estimation, um, um, commission that would be created by the Cuyahoga County Council. And we can't hear that. Hold on a second. Let's try to not. Voting to oppose the creation of a county commission on human rights. We are concerned about the human rights of every individual. 
However, Rob Frost tells me he believes the legislation, which would add sexual orientation and gender identity to classes already protected, is redundant and goes against state law. Let's work together. We can get some great things done, even where there are places we disagree. With violators facing potential fines, he claims it's bad for the economy. We shouldn't want this as an individual county to essentially say to a business owner, um, just go outside the county line to cite your business. Frost tells me there's concern it infringes on religious freedom. It does that and much, much more. Let's drill down a little deeper now on this with our two guests that I promised you. Bob Bodie is the um, uh, is the uh, president of the West. Shore Republicans and Peter Corrigan back with us again is the Republican County uh, Republican candidate for County Executive challenging Armin Budish this November. Gentlemen, good to have you back on the program. Bob, how are you, sir? I'm good, Bob. I'm good. Peter Corrigan with us as well. Peter, thanks for squeezing us in. I know you've had a busy morning. How are you? Yeah, you bet, Bob. Thanks. I'm great. You got it. Okay, so I just played a little bit, and we'll start with you, Peter, since you're the candidate here. Uh, I just played a little bit of um, uh, of Rob Frost, the Republican Party chair, of course, in Cuyahoga County, and I think he makes some very, very good points, and I want you to follow up on this. He said that it's against state law to create a commission like this. He also said it's redundant because these individuals who are identified by this, um, you know, the demographic by this commission are already protected under state law, uh, and, and, and that it really would be very da- damaging for the economy. Can can you go a little further on that? Sure. I, I, I mean, I can. One, I think one can put an argument about whether or not the um, transgender and the uh, LGBT are, are protected classes under state law. Um, state law does cover uh, race, age, um, a variety of other protected classes, and, and, and omits this. So, I think that the question that the Cuyahoga County Council is bringing up is. Um, gee, because state law doesn't cover this, why don't we set up our own commission and why don't we take care of this? I think the rub comes from the fact that the state that the state has a civil rights commission and here we are in Cuyahoga County going off setting up our own. I think the, the real compliance with state law would be let the state do what the state's supposed to do and let, if um, this is such an issue, uh, pursue it, try to affect change in state and federal laws. And they're not doing that. They're just jumping the gun and trying to come up with something um, to circumvent the whole process, uh, Bob. Uh, Bob, I always say Bodie. Is it Bodie or Body? How do you prefer? It's Bodie. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Because uh, I saw it spelled in, in a way that made it seem like it was Body. Okay, Bob. Uh, follow up on that. You know, especially when we talk about um, the business of 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 business in Cuyahoga County. What Rob talked about there, uh, Rob Frost with the uh, uh, the Republican Party of the county. You know, it is going to tell business owners just go ahead and go outside the county, so you're not subjected to this very onerous and very subjective. By its very definition, um, commission that could that could hand out fines just by people accusing you of doing something that is discriminatory against them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this this thing is set up to punish small businesses, and we're talking very small. I think it's uh, four or more employees, um, and and put them under the control of the government and tell them how to do business. And this is this is very onerous um, for the little guy. I mean, it 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 prohibits discrimination against gender expression well what the heck does that mean i mean what does that cover nobody knows and this is really a reward to the plaintiff's attorneys who are then going to sue these you know small businesses every time there's a complaint right it allows employees to just kind of you know use this as an excuse to go after their employers if they've got an issue with their employer and not only is there a fine and the fine is not huge i think it's around a thousand dollars 
But then if, if the business owner loses, he has to pay the employee's attorney's fees. And that's where the real cost is going to come in. It's going to reward the attorneys at the expense of the small business. Why do business in Cuyahoga County with this hanging over your head? Well, and, and the, the the real problem here, the threat here, and so far as I'm concerned, we're talking to Bob Bodie of the West Shore Republicans and Peter Corgan, who is the candidate, Republican candidate for county executive, talking about this uh, proposed county commission on on uh, anti discrimination. Um, and we'll go back to you for Peter uh, Peter on this. Is that um, gender expression can mean anything, and it might just just mean somebody saying, "I express to you." I'm talking about a male, a biological male, saying, "I express to you that I am a female, or I feel female, and I want to go into your f- female facilities here." And I, look, I'm not necessarily worried about specifically transgender individuals, who, people who feel one way but are biologically another way, but people who will take advantage of that. To, to be predators. And I've got story after story after story in front of me of examples of people using the lax, um, um, you know, gender identification rules in a lot of businesses to go into these facilities and, you know, take upskirt photos, if not flat out sexually assault people. And this is a very dangerous thing. Peter Yeah, I, I heard this, uh, you know, I, last night there were, there were public comments on the, on the ordinance, and there were probably 25, 30 people. I heard this again and again last night. Um, I just want to follow up on what Bob said. These, these, this applies to businesses as small as four people. And what what concerns me, not only is, is really the science perfected on this, so there's even a question of, of how to define these these people, but uh, it's just the fact that it opens the door to a lot of civil liability, um, towards lawsuits. I mean, it's going to jam up the common pleas docket with uh, a lot of useless, unnecessary losses. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to open the door for trial, trial attorneys to have a, a new cottage industry. So that's what really bothers me about it. Um, so we have undefined science. We have, um, <laughs> you know, just a, a, a field day for, um, for, for lawsuits. And I, it's, everything hurts our business. I, I, what I said last night is it puts a big stop sign on anybody that's considering um, coming into the county, developing their business here, relocating. It just puts a big stop sign on. Businesses well, are not going to want to deal with us. Yeah, I mean, it does all of those things. And, and, and again, my concern is any business... Um, that you know that, that doesn't want to be branded as uh, you know as being anti-diversity or or bigoted or prejudiced in any way against people in the LGBT community. They're, you're right; they're going to go outside the county because again, if they try to uphold gender norms and tell people, "Hey, if you're a guy, you can't go in there," and then they you know and, and they're forced to allow that, who's going to pay that? By the way, when somebody and Bob Bodie, you can respond to this if you want. Uh, when, when somebody goes into the wrong facility at a business uh, and assaults somebody, sexually assaults somebody, and the lawsuit is filed against that business for not protecting the victim, uh, is, is the Cuyahoga County uh, Commission on, on uh, Civil Rights or whatever they're calling this thing, the Commission on Human Rights, are they going to pay the judgment against them because they allowed, by this law, they allowed uh, these individuals to go in there and, and commit these terrible crimes against people? Well, that, that's really a good question. I, you know, who's going to protect the, you know, the innocents who are, they end up being the victims of, of this? And, 
The, the, the funny thing about this... this they don't want people to think this is real. I'm sorry. They don't want people to think this is real. Again, I've got lists uh, and lists and lists of, of cases where people are using these these types of laws that they want to guarantee or, or, or simply store policies or business policies that this commission wants to guarantee in Cuyahoga County under penalty of fine and worse, you know, loss of reputation and everything else. You know, they're going to be called bigoted if they quote-unquote discriminate. They, I've got countless numbers of stories where, where businesses and, and organizations like this have seen these types of attacks happen. And if they want to stand up against it, they run the risk of, of as, as Peter was saying, not only paying the fine, but paying the attorney's fees. And again, loss of reputation when you're branded as a bigoted business. Well, that, that's right. And, and this ordinance actually only protects the, the transgender and the gay rights. Because if you, if you read it through, what it says is if you've got an issue with race or sex, they send you to the state. They tell you, go file your complaint with the state. Mm-hmm. And so anyone who tries to say that this, this ordinance itself is not directed at that single one issue is just wrong. And that's what this is all about. The county has picked a particular class that they want to protect, probably to get their votes, and this is what they're doing. And it's, it's really a terrible thing for small businesses. I mean, how do you do business if you don't understand you know, what a gender expression is? And these are little mom and pa shops. That's right. Uh, like you said, and, and Peter said, you know, four, four employees or, or more. Uh, and by the way, Peter, it's in the second paragraph of the ordinance, though, uh, the kind of chicanery here that Bob just pointed out. It says, whereas it is the desire of Cuyahoga County to protect and safeguard the rights and communi- uh, opportunities of all persons to be free from all forms of discrimination, including but not limited to discrimination based on race, color, religion, etc., military status, national origin, disability. As Bob just said, Peter, if you have a complaint in one of those areas, they send you to the state. They're only going to deal with discrimination allegations in Cuyahoga County in the LGBT community. Yeah, what sense does that make? I mean, if, if um, the esoteric value, the noble cause of defending every, everyone's rights and, and non-discrimination, anti-discrimination is out there, why is it only pertaining to just um, two of the protected, two of the classes that they're that they're talking about? Doesn't make any sense to me. So. Uh, Peter, Peter, you're challenging Armin Butish. He sponsored this thing along with some of his uh, Democratic colleagues and the county council. What message? We, I mean, and by the way, where is that? Um, it, I think the last time I asked you that there may be a city club debate between the two of you. I don't know if that's happening. Are you going to bring this up with him when you, whenever you get a chance to speak to him face to face publicly? Yeah, they. Yeah, they are actually. The city clubs indicated to me that they're putting it together right now. I just got a phone call yesterday, so hoping to do that. And yeah, I like the challenge. Uh, executive Buddhist to a debate and then bring this up amongst other things. The thing I really want to impress upon your listeners, and you know, we're in a we're in a recovery uh, economy, doing real well. Things are growing. The problem is Cuyahoga County, still by the state's own numbers, is is at the back of the at the back of the bus. There, we still have thirty two thousand jobs fewer than in two thousand and eight when the Great Recession started. Our wage growth is flat. We have, at best, a fragile recovery. We're lagging the rest of the state. The state's up 4%, 4.4%, and we're still reasonably flat. And, and this is based on, on numbers that were, that were just finished at the end of last year. So, I mean, in Cuyahoga County, we have, we have issues with lack of growth, and we have poverty issues. We have one of the poorest counties um, you know, in the country, one of the poorest um, regions of major cities in the country and and why are we messing around with this when we have so many other more compelling issues to handle please 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 keep your hands off the businesses that can help us get back to 
uh, something normal. Amen. And then forcing businesses outside of uh, of the county. Uh, that's that's the, the big issue there as well. Peter Corgan is the Republican candidate for county executive. Uh, he'll be running against uh, Armin Butish. I cannot support you and what you're doing as a businessman. You understand, and a very successful one indeed, you understand exactly what kind of impact this will have. So I appreciate that, Peter. And Bob Bodie, who uh, continues to bring these issues to light with his uh, terrific organization, West Shore Republicans. Thank you both so much for your time this morning. Thanks, Bob. We appreciate being on. You got it. It's it's my pleasure to have you both. Thanks very much, Peter. Thanks very much to Bob. It's 1022. We'll get our traffic now. Your phone calls to follow right here on AM 1420, The Answer. All right, 1027, uh, the Bob France Authority continues. I want to mention something here on the heels of that conversation we just had with Bob Bodie of, uh, of uh, West Shore Republicans and Peter Corgan, the county executive candidate for the Republican Party. Uh, there is a big meeting tonight. That's one of the reasons I scheduled this conversation with Bob and Peter today is because I wanted to let you know. If you are a Cuyahoga County resident who's, who is um, uh, interested in this and concerned about this potential creation of this Commission on Human Rights, there is a meeting tonight, 7 o'clock, uh, doors open at 645. Which doors? The doors to Fairview Park City Hall. All right, so Fairview Park, it's t- uh, 2777 um, Lorraine Road in Fairview Park. So uh, get to the Fairview Park City Hall tonight if you'd like to be there. Special guest Charlie Genta from uh, Ohio Value Voter is going to be there as well. So this is a really, really important time. We had to squeeze as much information as we could into about an eight-minute interview segment. Tonight they're going to have a lot more time to talk about the dangers of this for businesses in uh, Cuyahoga County and, quite frankly, for employees, for business owners and for employees who are going to be, you know, have to be on their guard if they're accused if they say something wrong to the wrong uh you know gender expression expressed by somebody uh in the lgbt community if they say something wrong and the person feels offended the person feels discriminated against the person you know if a if a guy who just looks and acts and sounds like a guy walks into a women's restroom or a women's locker room or a women's um uh changing area and if some employee says, where you, where you going? The guy's just over there. And that person says, you don't understand. I express as a female. I'm calling the authorities on you. Well, this employee is going to be branded the, the, the bigot. This employee is going to be branded prejudiced. The business owner is going to be in trouble because of the employee's reasonable question about, hey, where are you going? You have to go over there. It's going to lead to everybody turning their head, looking the other way, and nobody's going to know who's going where, and all kinds of people are going to be put into very, very serious jeopardy. I mean, it's serious. And these businesses are going to lose money, both in fines, attorney's fees, attorney's fees for the accusers, and it's going to drive businesses out of the county. Anyway, it's a big deal. And if you would like to attend this meeting and learn more about it and kind of join the opposition to it to let uh, Cuyahoga County Council know you will not accept this, get there tonight. It's West Shore Republican meeting on the Cuyahoga County Commission on Human Rights tonight, uh, Fairview Park City Hall at 7 p.m. Make sure you are there. All right, uh, let me get news now. We'll come back and get to your phone calls on AM 1420, The Answer. Gallagher. Coming up at 11 on AM 1420, The Answer. 
All right, rolling along now at 1034, the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer, I want to hit this again for you just to kind of recap the story for you. This was a uh, this was a Channel 5, News Channel 5 report on this from August 30th. So what's that, 13, 14 days ago? Uh, just a little update or kind of a uh, presentation of both sides of this issue that we just discussed with Bob Bodie and Peter Corrigan. Please give this New tonight at 6, growing opposition to proposed legislation that would create a commission on human rights in Cuyahoga County. If passed, it would increase protections based on gender, sexual orientation, and gender identity or expression. But as News 5's Mike Brookbank tells us, critics are calling this move unnecessary and bad for business. I think it would really just provide a blanket level of security where there hasn't been before. Jackson Siegel, a transgender man, says the trans community is under attack. We have people from one side saying you should not be recognized or heard or seen. And the question is, why not? I, uh, I, I, I can never play these videos in their entirety or these audio clips in their entirety without interrupting to... Uh, bring truth <laughs> and, and, and rationale uh, to the situation. This uh, transgender uh, f- uh, dude who's a female but who thinks he's not uh, just asked a question that is completely and wholly inaccurate. The question and the suggestion are, are both inaccurate. Why? Why can't we be seen and heard? Nobody is ever suggesting anything to the contrary, that you can't be seen and heard and that you're supposed to be closeted away. No one is saying that whatsoever. What we are saying is we can't punish people. We can't punish businesses. We can't fine businesses. Extraordinary amounts of money. Forget about the simple $1,000 fine for the actual fine, but as we pointed out, if someone makes an accusation against a business for quote-unquote discrimination and wins, then the business also has to pay the attorney's fees, which can be astronomical. All because you complain and say that you felt unwanted or you felt discriminated against. And it's going to be up to this appointed three-member commission appointed by by, uh, the um, uh, county executive uh, to, to determine that. And by its very creation, of course, they're not going to say, no, you didn't have a right to feel offended by that. We side with the business. They're going to hit the business every time. It's simply a very dangerous thing. And the lies that they're telling, again, to advance this, trying to suggest that this is all about discrimination against uh, uh, people because they are LGBT, because they have gender expression issues or whatever the case might be. It's, it's, it's just a falsehood. The community is under attack. We have people from one side saying you should not be recognized no, or not. heard or seen. No, they're not. And the question is, why not? Because Siegel not. responding to the Republican Party of Cuyahoga County, unanimously voting to oppose the creation of a county commission on human rights. We are concerned about the human rights of every individual. However, Rob Frost tells me he believes the legislation, which would add sexual orientation and gender identity to classes already protected, is redundant and goes against state law. Let's work together. We can get some great things done, even where there are places we disagree. With violators facing potential fines, he claims it's bad for the economy. We shouldn't want this as an individual county to essentially say to a business owner, uh, just go outside the county line to cite your business. Frost tells me there's concern it infringes on religious freedom. Issues members of the GOP plan on bringing up at the next council meeting. I think uh, they're going to hear some comments 
sentiments from uh, the pastoral community, the business community, and the taxpayers of Cuyahoga County on September 12th. It's about preventing discrimination in the county. Gwen Stembridge with Equality Ohio. <laughs> you can lose your civil rights on your daily commute. Tells me protections when it comes to employment, housing, and use of public spaces are already in several communities. There are six cities in Cuyahoga County, which covers about 42% of the population that already have these laws in place, and we haven't seen negative impacts from that. Stembridge says it is perfectly legal. There has never been a commission like this to evaluate claims against businesses because of that. Don't tell us that there hasn't been anything negative because the law exists in some form in six cities. There has never been a commission that's going to have the, 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 um, the, the ruling authority on this. That is just blatant mischaracterization of the situation. It is absolutely, this has never been done. Such a commission has never been formed. So for her to, comp- uh, to proclaim that, and oh, by the way, the other part of this too is, forget about the cities. There are already state laws that prohibit discrimination based upon all of those things that we always talk about, race, religion, uh, sexual orientation, sexual expression, or whatever the heck we're going to call this one. This is, this is not new. The only thing new would be this commission that would be used to heavy-handedly fine and um, uh, and regulate, essentially, how businesses in Cuyahoga County operate. Legal for the county to create uniformity. However, the Republican Party here says it is a political overreach. And to say that it's an improper overreach to make sure that someone can do and act and behave and navigate the world safely. What about people who are trying to do and act and be and navigate the world safely who are suddenly no longer safe. And that's the problem with these people who participate in these types of these types of um, identity political games. They think it's all about their identity. They think it's all about their protection, their class. That's the only thing that matters here. What about the fact that I can sit here and recite to you a list of incidents in which people are assaulted or people are 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 victims of voyeurism or upskirt uh, videotaping or camera shots in various uh, places of, of private undress which is why in the history of history of all civilization males have confined themselves to one place where they are going to be in positions of undress and females in the other to stop those kinds of things from happening why do you think that's always been the case Because when you mix the two, you increase dramatically the chances of somebody committing one of these terrible acts, either voyeurism or worse, assault. And again, there are cases of it all over the place. And before anybody says that I or other people who oppose this ridiculous commission in Cuyahoga County are simply being homophobic, you're wrong. I'm not necessarily even saying it would be the transgender individual committing assaults. I'm suggesting to you that straight individuals who are just flat-out perverts will use the newfound access to women's lockers, showers, changing rooms, and restrooms to go in, and you can't stop them because if you say, hey, you're not a girl, you have to go in the men's room, they can say, aha, I identify as one, you're about to be fined. So you're going to shut up and let them go. And then they're going to go in there and they're going to commit these terrible acts. So again, I, I would just ask those in the LGBT community who support this kind of thing, 
who are sitting here and saying, what about the way we want to live? Live how you want to live. But you better start thinking about how other people live and about how other people can be victimized by rules put in place so that you feel a little bit better about yourself. To me, the LGBT community that supports this type of commission is absolutely being selfish because they are not thinking about the impact it has on other people who are not LGBT. TJ in Cleveland, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, TJ. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. Hi, Bob. You know, Bob, two quick points. One about this. Is it just businesses or let's say at a high school football game, some guy said he thinks he's a girl. He wants to go into the woman's restroom and he gets harassed. Do they sue the school? Do they find the school? In City Hall. In City Hall. If someone wants to use the women's restroom and he gets harassed, you find the city? Do you sue the city? What about, well, if somebody what complains, if, if the person yeah. I, 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 complains, a complaint is filed that automatically goes before this commission, and then this three-member commission appointed by the council uh, executive or the county executive, uh, they, they make the ruling. And, yes, then you're fined and you have to pay attorney's fees. Or what about Budish's own Cuyahoga County offices if someone does that? Does he fine himself? Does he sue himself? You know, this is ridiculous. But one other thing I'd like to make about the economy, Bob. Yeah. We wonder what kind of people would, would vote against this stunning economic you know, news coming out. And it's not hard to realize who does it. You know, you look at your uh, government employees. These people don't care about economy, bad or good. They've got a guaranteed job. Hollywood, the entertainment in, industry, they don't care about an economy. They sell their movies. They sell their music, whether the economy is good or bad. Then you have a large group of people that just live off of government welfare. They don't care about the economy. Whether it's good or bad, all they care about is that check coming in every month. That's why half the country doesn't care about the economy. Well, I think historically, TJ, um, you, you'd be wrong because if you look at the, you know, the, the, the midterm elections, throughout the past few several decades, at least certainly the, the past couple of decades, you will see that if the economy is going well, if we are in a growth period, the party in power tends to keep power. Uh, if the economy is in a down cycle, the party that's not in power, or the party that is in power, I should say, tends to, to be booted out of power because people are kind of, well, uh, it isn't going well, so I want to turn that around. Usually if the economy is going great guns, and it is right now gangbusters, the Republicans should have nothing to worry about whatsoever. But this is such a unique time because of the existence of Donald Trump. They are so, and there are many anyway, who are so anti-Trump that they will sacrifice their own economic prosperity. Money in their own paychecks, talking about the left. Money in their own paychecks, good jobs, increases in wages. High, they'll, they'll, they'd rather take on higher taxes. They'll do whatever they have to do to get Donald Trump out. So this is this is one of the few times, in my opinion, TJ, where economic growth and prosperity is not going to be an indicator of how people vote. But you know, while all the things that you just said may indeed be true, they've typically been overcome by the masses who do vote for you know strong economies. When the economy is going well, they, they keep it that way. But this time, I just don't know. Well, Bob, you know, look at back in the 80s with Reagan. We had a real strong economy. But they still voted Democrat, didn't they, in the Congress, the Senate? They still voted against the great economy. Because, like I said, close to half the people in this country just don't care about the economy because it doesn't affect their own personal being. And like well, I said, if you're, if you're a federal or state worker or city worker, you don't care. You've got a guaranteed job. Whether the yeah, but the, yeah, but those are but, but, 
Well, 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 maybe, and, maybe, and because when, when government shrinks, hold on, hold on. When government shrinks, though, my friend, thanks for the call, TJ. When government shrinks, though, um, people lose those jobs. Federal, federal employees lose those jobs. For example, President Trump just froze wages on federal employees. He just froze wages, said there will not be any pay increases this year, any, any wage increases this year. Now, the left went crazy. Oh, my God, he's punishing people for his own outlandish spending, et cetera, et cetera. But then, of course, if you fact check this and you go back and you look at all of the Republican presidents and Democratic presidents over the past few decades, uh, it has done, been done many, many times, many times, freezing wages in order to, um, uh, in order, freezing salaries and wages in order to uh, get uh, you know, spending under control. So Trump didn't do anything anybody else hasn't done, but they complain about that. So people have their wages frozen. Some people uh, are, you know, sh- uh, when the when the uh, government is shrunken by a conservative president, and we have fewer people working in the government, they certainly are going to have their votes. You know, their votes are going to be impacted by their employment status. They don't have lifetime appointments to those jobs. And as a matter of fact, you know, if you're a federal employee, meaning you work for a member of Congress. And each Congress, each Congress member, all 535 of them have massive staffs, as you know. Um, and your guy or girl gets voted out of office, you're out of a job. So their votes do matter. I wouldn't say that they don't think their votes matter. I don't think they, they, I wouldn't say that they don't care about the economy because their job is guaranteed. Their job is not guaranteed. Their job is guaranteed only to the extent that their employ, employer keeps his position. So if you are an elected official, uh, you are obviously not guaranteed your job, and neither are your staffers. So they better be voting to, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to the midterm elections, they better be voting to keep the economy strong. If the economy remains strong, the people in power remain in power. And if people remain in power, then those staffers, those federal employees, keep their jobs and keep their paychecks. So I do understand the point you're making, though. There are a lot of people in this country who don't care. As I listed some of them, uh, they would rather have their taxes increased they would rather have their um, uh, health care costs go up. They would rather go back to service positions. They would rather, uh, you know, get rid of the, uh, the booming economy that is bringing manufacturing back if it means getting rid of Donald Trump. This is the essence of TDS, Trump derangement syndrome. This is the very essence of it. When you would rather see harm come to yourself, your family, and your friends, all to achieve your political end, you have... You have stage four TDS. And, they, and there are, sadly, a lot of people who do. They would rather cut off their nose to spite their face. They would rather lose money in, in the long run and, and actually see their own lot in life decreased if it means getting rid of somebody politically that they hate as much as they do Donald Trump. All right, thanks so much for the call. Uh, one more segment to go. We'll get a check on our traffic here on the other side. Uh, fill them up. We'll get you going, too. We'll get you on the radio before we're done. Gallagher's at 11. You're before that on AM 1420 The Answer. Ten fifty-two. Final segment of the morning on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. The president is. Uh, he's taken some shots this morning. Uh, there's no two ways about it. Uh, he's being beaten up on social media, which is not new. Um, but boy, it's uh, it's bad. Uh, it's bad. Um, he, he tweeted some things this morning that I talked about that I said he really uh, probably shouldn't have tweeted and uh it's you know he's even got conservatives coming after him on this president tweeted this morning 
that 3,000 people did not die in the two hurricanes that hit Puerto Rico. When I left the island after the storm had hit, they had anywhere between 6 and 18 deaths. As time went by, it did not go up by much. Then a long time later, they started to report really large numbers like 3,000. They did. The Democrats artificially raised this, the president tweeted, uh, in order to make him look bad. Um, there are a whole lot of people, like I said, are saying, please stop. The Wall Street Journal even ran a piece about uh, 40 minutes ago um, saying the president is, is making false statements. The president is lying that uh, people did die in, that, uh, in that, th- those two hurricanes. A lot of people did die, and um, Hurricane Marie in particular and uh, the president accusing the Democrats of manufacturing and making up death totals is something that is uh, a bridge too far. So uh, we'll see where this goes. We'll see if the president recalibrates that. We'll see if he sharpens his message and maybe clarifies his point. But the president has taken some heat. Uh, and I'm sure as this day goes on, um, more will develop. And I'll have more to talk about on that regard tonight. I will be sitting in for Larry Elder tonight. Uh, it airs from 7 to 10. It's live from 6 to 9. It airs from 7 to 10 here, 10 here on AM 1420, The Answer. So tune in tonight, and we'll discuss that and more on the Larry Elder Show. Sarah is in Cleveland. Thank you for waiting, Sarah. You're on AM 1420, The Answer. Go right ahead. Oh, yeah. Hi, Bob. Um, the reason for my call is, um, you know, everybody here in Cleveland really wants to uh, get, get Sherry Brown the, the heck out of office. Amen. And my concern, my concern is, is that I'm in the western part of Cleveland, and I'm getting bombarded with TV commercials of Brown, Brown signs, Brown literature, and there has not been one peep out of Jim Renacci. And I realized that, you know, Cuyahoga County is kind of, you know, 98% Democrat. It is. But I'm thinking if he wants to get the votes here, the only thing that's going to save him now is if he brings Trump in to do a speech for him. But I'm just wondering why there's nobody actively out there campaigning for him. Well, I can't. Concerning. Yeah, I, I can't speak to how many people are out there actively com- campaigning for him because I don't know. I do know that Brown, as we all know, is flush with cash. Uh, the Democrats uh, have, have and he have raised a lot of money for his campaign. That's why he's all over TV a lot more than uh, Congressman Renacci is telling lies about the congressman and uh, lying about his own record and all of these things. They've got a lot of money. The Renacci campaign does not have as much. Uh, I don't believe from from the last thing I was told. Uh, but as far as individual volunteers, I just don't know uh, how many people are out there on that uh, on that trail. But I will tell you this, tomorrow I will speak with him. I speak with him every Friday, and I'll ask him that very question. I'll ask him, you know, where do you live? I'm on um, western part of Cleveland. I'm right on the Cleveland-Lakewood line. Okay, and you said you see a lot of brown literature and materials, but you don't see a lot of Renacee at all. Right. Okay, and you, so you want to know, are people out there and working? Uh, because, I, again, I, I don't have the answer, but I'll talk to his folks today, his team, and then I will talk to him personally on the air tomorrow. We'll talk about that. We'll, we'll get a state of the campaign statement from him, and uh, chances are very good he's going to do what politicians do, and he's right to do this. He's going to say, if you're concerned, please come help us. Come volunteer. We will give you all kinds of things to pass out in your neighborhoods. And also, if you've got uh, the ability to throw a little bit of money at the campaign, if you can donate ten, twenty, thirty dollars to the campaign, every little bit of that helps, so they can get more TV commercials on as well. So, my guess is he would say, if uh, you know, if there's not enough volunteerism, then we need those people who feel it and who really want to stop Sherrod Brown to go out there and do that volunteering. Well, the best thing to do is get out there and vote. That's the best thing you can do. <laughs> That's right. That's that's exactly that's the most important volunteering that you can do is go out there and cast that vote. But in order to get more people to do that with you, uh, again, like you said, you know, you need to get the facts out there about Sherrod Brown. You need to get the literature for Renacci out there as well. And I think, uh, you know, I think it's a very fair question to ask. All right, anything else, Sarah? 
Nope, that's it. I, okay, I appreciate it. You got it. Bye-bye. Thanks for the call. Thank you. I appreciate it. I know the last time I talked to Congressman Renacci about this, you know, we, we talked about this being a true grassroots campaign. You know, a true ground game, a true, uh, you know, um, uh, people-driven kind of campaign against Sherrod Brown because uh, there's there's not a lot of corporate dollars that are that are being accepted. There's not a lot of uh, special interest groups. This is about the people uh, in Ohio, and he's got to go, of course, all over Ohio. So that's the reason I I can't say for certain that there isn't a huge volunteer ground game for Congressman Renacci because. Um, Sarah hasn't seen a ton of it in, in the western part of Cleveland where she lives because this isn't a district race anymore. He's a congressman of his district, but this is a, this is a Senate race. So I don't know how much time he's spending in Columbus, how the ground games are in Cincinnati, in Dayton, in Toledo, in Youngstown. All of those areas, many of which are also Democrat strongholds, but uh, not all of them. Uh, you know, he may have a heck of a lot of resources donated there. Maybe the issue is, maybe the strategy is, and I'm not a politician, and I've never led a campaign, so I'm speaking, you know, very loosely on this as an outsider, but um, as a layman when it comes to politicking. But, um, you know, maybe the uh, strategy is, look, we know we can't win Cuyahoga County. We know that's brown territory. Our resources are going to have to be diverted and uh, and and used in places where we know they'll have they'll have an impact. Dollars, volunteers, uh, and literature and everything else are going to be concentrated in other areas of the state because perhaps they are more favorable to him. And it's going to be all about turnout in your favorable places, as opposed to trying to change people's minds in places where you are not uh, the favorite. So that could very well be the situation. All right, uh, it's uh, coming on uh, the 11 o'clock and uh, the Mike Gallagher Show. I want to remind you before you go, two things. Number one, I'll be doing the Larry Elder Show tonight once again. So tune in for the Great Sage from South Central. You'll get me from uh, 7 to 10 tonight on AM 1420, The Answer. And also, number two... <clears throat> At 7 o'clock tonight is the uh, special meeting of the West Shore Republicans. They are going to be in Fairview at the Fairview Park City Hall, which is uh, 20777 Lorraine Road in Fairview Park. Doors open at 645. Uh, There will be a special guest from Ohio Value Voters there, and they're going to be talking about this Commission on Human Rights. The uh, meeting was held yesterday. There was a lot of public comment. There was no vote. That vote has been pushed back again, and hopefully it will be pushed back indefinitely, and this thing never comes to pass. But um, you want to be a part of the opposition to it. Be there tonight at 7 o'clock in Fairview. Thanks again to my guests today. Thanks to uh, Mike Bossy, thank or not Mike, uh, David Bossy. Thanks to Bob Bodie, and thanks to Peter Corgan, and thanks to you. We'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the silence. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs>